This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 241. Hey there, VegZeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier, plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to be learning together about a new mashup eating style. Is this really new or is this new to us? Well, it's actually new uh, around 2015, I think. Okay, like well, the, it's 2018. Though. Yeah, so. so it's new to us. <laughs> yeah, but we've we've just recently learned about this, and we're very curious. So we thought others might be interested as well. And the eating style is called paganism. That's P with as in Paul, and mm-hmm. it's a mashup of paleo and veganism. So which sounds like totally contradictory right it does because if you're familiar with paleo at all you know it's it's well i'm a little familiar with it but i know there's meat involved Mm -hmm. (laughs) so meat veganism hmm, interesting Mm -hmm. so we're gonna learn about this together right but before we do that we have a new rating yes we do so this is a rating from (laughs) i love this scatty wampus scatty wampus scatty wampus i'm probably gonna be saying that the rest of the night scatty wampus scatty wampus so anyway, the, the rating, the review is from Scatty Wampus, who says, I created an iTunes account just to rate this excellent podcast. Woo! That is so cool. That is awesome. Uh, it says, I am trying to incorporate more vegetables into my diet for general health reasons. I'm 46 years old. Ha, huh, me too. Uh, I was born October 10th. When were you born, Scatty Wampus? Uh, so the, the review goes on to say... Libra in the house. Libra, Libra. So <laughs> we're totally like messing up your awesome review. All right. So Scatty Wampus goes on... See, I get to say it again. Goes on to say, these friendly, charming, down-to-earth podcasters deliver useful content that has led me to publicly declare myself veg-curious and to eat more tasty, home-cooked, meat-free meals each week than I ever expected. They do solid research into each topic and provide balanced, honest answers to relevant questions. They support sustainable behavior change by encouraging listeners to do their own research and make choices that fit their unique needs and situation. The happy banter between Larissa and Vicky is the only chit-chat I'll tolerate on podcasts i forward through all other hosts small talk and updates these two ladies share such lovely rapport and passion for life in their work that i enjoy catching up on their latest ideas adventures and pet stories kudos to the vegetarians and hosts team and the amazing peas and carrot society that they created rock on that is so awesome that was so cool i'm like so excited right now i Can know me too especially knowing that that they created the uh, an account just to come I and know give us a how cool is that That's awesome. So, so thank cool. you so much. So Scatty much Wampus. That. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that all night, I swear. <laughs> um and speaking of pet stories, uh today is our sweet Cosmo Kramer's second birthday. Yes. Or and I so feel we, so bad. Or so we celebrate because yeah. we don't know exactly well, when. I feel he was so bad cuz I almost forgot. <laughs> and, and we were at the store when I happened to look at the calendar and it said Cosmo's birthday. I said, oh, my God. And I didn't even tell him anything today. She's like, we got to get home he's so like, I can kiss my <laughs> so I can kiss my man. He's, he's at home like Samantha Baker from 16 Candles going, <laughs> I can't believe they 
forgot my birthday. <laughs> I know. Poor baby. Well, he's going to get some extra, be extra spoiled this evening. Yes, he has been the rest of the day oh, so yeah. far. Yeah, absolutely. So we have another exciting update. Two more. Yes, two more. All right. So the first one is that we have a new Patreon patron. Her name is Teresa Dawn Cashman, and she is a Rutabaga rock star. So yay. Thank you so much, Teresa, for uh, pledging on Patreon. And uh, your sticker will be in the mail shortly. Cool. For being a uh, Rutabaga rock star level. She gets some vegetarian zen swag. Yes, indeed. And uh, it's a cool sticker. Uh, I I have one on my. Do I have one on my new computer? I, I, I think one you on do. My old one, but yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so you can awesome. stick it anywhere. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, Patreon is an is an online platform where folks can you can set up a campaign if you're an artist or in our case podcaster, and it's a really a place where supporters can help to provide monetary support to you. And we have it set up from anywhere from the dollar level all the way up to fifty dollars a month. A lot of people don't realize that pod- podcasting does cost money. So this helps to offset some of the costs like our media hosting and such. And and, and right now I'm on a kind of a messed up microphone stand. So as I mentioned last time, <laughs> it, it broke last time. Now we've been doing this almost five years. So our equipment's kind of getting a little uh, mm-hmm. probably in need of an upgrade anyways. And so when the uh, arm of my mic stand was ended up in uh, two separate pieces, I thought, thank you, Patreon donors, because you're going to help out with a new mic stand. So thank you very much. Absolutely. And if you're interested in donating there or supporting us there you can go to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen and you will see a welcome page with our larissa and i uh, have a video on there talking about our mission and how your support will help us Mm, yes and thank you thank you thank you so much to all of our patrons and to Teresa, our newest and then we have one more special special shout out and and this is to and i know she's listening because she listens every Monday evening with her mom. So this is to 12-year-old Kira. I hope I said that right. Like Kira Knightley. That's how your mom said to say it. Like Kira Knightley. So 12-year-old listener Kira who, like we said, listens with her mom Corinne every Monday evening. And so Corinne uh, posted in the Peas and Carrots, uh, I guess day before last now, uh, for when we're recording anyway. And she's, she, here's what, here's her post. She said, I asked my daughter if she had an old binder I could use for, quote, all of my new recipes. And she said, I prefer paper over digital. And then she, she shared a picture in the peas and carrots. She said, this is what she brought me. And there's a heart. And she said, and yes, we listened to the podcast together. So what Kira did is she created a binder with, a, I guess, a, maybe like a paper cover on it. And it says, it's so adorable. I just, I'm so in love with this. It says the vegetarian, vegan, and the veg curious cookbook. And it has, uh, she has hand drawn, uh, it looks like a pear, a radish or a rutabaga, a carrot, a banana, and a bunch of grapes. 
so cute. It's so perfect. In fact, you know what? If we ever do a cookbook, I think we would have to ask Kira for permission to use that as the cover. Seriously. I'm serious. That is really cute. It just, I saw that and I told Corinne in a comment, I said, you know what? I said, I wish you could see the smile on my face. I just can't stop smiling. (laughs) And so, so Kira, thank you. Thank you so much for, for listening with your mom and Corinne. Thank you. And um, just for being so awesome, you know, and it's, it's what up, what up, absolutely. <laughs> and Vicky does that best. I'm all, I'm all like, what up? <laughs> but yes, square, <laughs> very, very, very square, uh, and proud of it. But uh, thank you, thank you so much. And um, I just, it's you know, it's things like this that make all of this worthwhile. Right? I definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, well, I did have one quick update that I wanted to just let every, everybody on the podcast know about. I know I posted something in the Peas and Carrots Society. What up, guys? <laughs> Which is our closed Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarians. And and uh, the post I, I uh, wrote in there was a week ago today. Mm-hmm. Today is January the 17th. And a week ago today, I was let go from my job, my 20-year corporate job, which was really, it wasn't completely surprising because our, we had been told that there would be some job reductions just due to the changing industry and, and all of that. So I kind of expected that, but uh, it still is nevertheless kind of surprising because I've been there since I was 29 years old yeah. and I'm going to be 50 this year so. Yeah, you, you just kind of get real comfortable in certain situations. But the way I'm looking at this is that, like I said, I'm going to be 50 this year. I'm looking at this as the universe kind of giving me the opportunity for a reset button. Mm-hmm. And Larissa and I have talked about what is the best thing for us to do, just given, you know, our entire, <clears throat> our entire situation, you know, just financially and all of that. And I think what I'm going to do, at least for the next few months, is focus on our projects. Mm-hmm. So... One of our projects is Vegetarian Zen. And I've always kind of done this, me, because I have a full-time job. It was more of my side thing. Not that I wasn't giving 100% to it when I was on it, but I couldn't just, could not, there wasn't enough hours in there. It was always evenings or, or, yeah, exactly. Evenings or um, weekends. And Larissa did get a lot of this stuff together, like the outlines. And uh, so one of the things we've talked about is that we're going to really just ramp up with that, with Vegetarian Zen, which is very exciting. Mm Mm-hmm. We've also been doing some selling on eBay, which is extremely fun. And it's also been something that's been picking up for us since I've been let go, even in the week, right? I mean, we've gotten some, we've really been hustling on right. that. Yeah, front. well, we started, I think we started back in, what, September? And, yeah. you know, it's it, it, any... It's a learning process. Anytime starting on eBay, it's, it's slow to get started. and But yeah, now that you've been here, just in the last week, to work on it and we actually have time, you know, every single day to review listings and, and, you know, tweak things mm-hmm. and do a research. Yeah. We're starting to th- see things really picked up, pick up. In fact, we shipped, uh, we took six packages to the post office today. Yeah. So. so we're kind of getting the hang of this and it's, it's really a lot of fun. So my point is, is that I'm really going to focus on vegetarian Zen and our other side projects just to, uh, just to give me some time to, to think about, 
you know, the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like I said, I'm 50 years, going to be 50 in a, just a few months. And, uh, and she doesn't look it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and I think it's the universe maybe giving me an opportunity to reset some things that mm-hmm. maybe I've strayed away from a little bit. Another one is music. I've gotten quite a bit away from that. And uh, I, I'm really looking this as a positive thing for right, me. So. Right. All right. So are we ready to get into the main topic? Yeah, I think we are. So, Pegan. It's a funny word. How did you How did you first hear about this? Okay, so She's you brought it to me. I had not heard of it. Although, I had googled before vegan uh, uh paleo for vegetarians or something, but I never came mm-hmm. across this term. Well, you know, it's funny. I and I've I know I know I've mentioned this before, but there are several email newsletters. I'm not really big on email newsletters, you know. Uh, but there are several that I do keep and I read when they come in, or at least if I don't read every, you know, article and link that's in there, I at least open it and I look through all the topics and see. And so that's how I find some of the topics for the podcast. And this one was in, um, I want to say it was in the well done newsletter again. And then coincidentally, it's really funny. No, 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 it wasn't. It was in cooking light this time. I get their newsletter and, you know, a lot of it, it's because they're not vegetarian or vegan. They, mm-hmm. So they have a lot of, like, you know, it's kind of mixed. Other but, stuff, right. But I still go through it because when I do find things in there that are, like, quality, they're really good quality. So that's where I found this, this um, an article about this. And then, oddly enough, the very next day, I, I also get the Whole Foods newsletter from Whole Foods Market. And, like, at the very next day... The subject line of their email, their weekly email was, um, what is a pegan diet? And I thought, okay, well, that's, that's a, a sign. sign. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's where, I, that's where I saw it. All right. So now this was something, as Lar- Larissa did get this outline together, and as I was reading through it, I was, I, I'm a big fan of Dr. Mark Hyman. I, I, I think I subscribed to his newsletter and I know I watch a lot of his videos on YouTube or videos where he's being introduced. He's part is he's part of the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, right? And he's been in a few of those documentaries that we've watched on Netflix about right. the food industry right. and stuff. Uh, but uh, he is actually the one that introduced this in 2015, this concept mm-hmm. of paganism. Right. So that was kind of surprising to me. Yeah. Oh, so you were asking what, what else he's... Um, He's with, so he is the medical director at Cleveland's Clinic Center for Functional Medicine. He's the founder of the Ultra Wellness Center, and then he's authored uh, 10 best-selling books on health and nutrition. So he's, and I think we've got a couple of his he's books. He's out there, yeah. He's out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, it... This is what I found. So when I was doing the research in that Cooking Light article and, and some other resources that I used... The way that I saw it described was as a, quote, more moderate, but also healthier, uh, is more moderate, but also healthier than either plan individually. And vegan isn't exactly a plan, but so it's either paleo and vegan. So they said it's more moderate and, and healthier than either one of those. That's a good point about it not being a plan, because I think most yeah, vegans yeah. would consider it more of a, a lifestyle, lifestyle. But this is kind of taking the, I guess, the eating plan, right? You know, yeah, p- plan for right. plan for what exactly. 
And, you know, I don't like the term diet either, even if it's, you know, saying like a paleo diet. I I mean, I, I don't know. To me, diet has such a negative connotation, even mm-hmm. though it doesn't mean that at all in this instance. It just has such a, a negative connotation. It does. It does. And you we've know, like talked South about like diet. It does. Or, it, it, to me, it doesn't sound like something permanent it sounds like a fad or something Mm. passing whereas like veganism is not i mean it's not Mm. it's people who lead vegan lifestyles are it's a lifestyle right right so you know we know what vegan is right it's no animal products or byproducts not consuming any animal products or animal byproducts but so what exactly is paleo and i had to look this up because I, i still wasn't sure and i you know we we know people who who eat paleo and I, you know, you see it on, on news shows and all this stuff, but I'd never really paid that much attention to know exactly what it is. So in a nutshell, the ideology behind the paleo diet is to eat like hunter gatherers did before the development of agriculture. So, I mean, and what that means is, um, meat, that's grass fed, not grain fed, because, you know, there, there was no cultivation before, before agriculture, of course, there was no cultivated grain. So uh, it was wild grasses. So meat that's grass fed. uh, And, you know, the reasoning behind that, as far as this goes, is that they say that grain causes the same problems in animals that it does in humans. So uh, meat, Mm-hmm. And then uh, fowl, so chicken, duck, hen, turkey, so things with wings that fly or try to fly, I guess. And then um, fish, but wild fish, not cultivated, not farmed fish, because farmed fish tends to be higher in mercury. Right. Uh, and then eggs, particularly omega-3, cage-free, and uh, omega-3 enriched, I guess I should say, cage-free eggs. Vegetables, as long as they're not deep fried, uh, you know, as as much as you want to eat of vegetables. Oils, they uh, advocate natural oils. So like olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, not ones that are like really processed. Fruits, fruits have natural sugar. So you, uh, they say you you know you can eat fruit but just limit it especially if you're using this as a diet like to lose weight diet and then uh nuts again high in calories good snacks but not a lot and then tubers so sweet potatoes and yams and again they're higher in calories but in this instance they're kind of used as that carb source because you don't eat grains and you don't you know so it's used as that slow carb source Okay, so what does the vegan diet take from veganism? So it takes a high reliance on whole food plants, so vegetables and fruits, as Larissa already talked about, and these should make up about 75% of your entire diet. Then a high reliance on plant-based proteins, so 75% of your total protein intake should be from plant sources. And we've done uh, previous episodes of this podcast on plant proteins so mm-hmm. if you will have a link to those uh, in the show notes in case you are curious as to what plants have protein mm-hmm. and they and do th- <laughs> right and then also it when you follow the the pegan lifestyle it's a complete avoidance of dairy which is you know taken from veganism also so vegans don't eat any dairy products right and then so that's what what the pegan diet kind of takes from veganism so from paleo 
what it pulls is eating only natural whole foods. So basically avoiding processed foods. And, you know, I say that's from paleo, but not necessarily from vegan, because as we've discovered, you can be a junk food, processed food, vegan. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, so that's totally easy to do. But a paleo diet, um, that's the whole point of that is not to eat any of that stuff. There were no Oreos back in the uh, days of right, the hunter-gatherer. Right, <laughs> at least not the ones like we have. Right. Um, it, okay, so it was like it was like two mud cakes with some something in the middle. <laughs> All right, so from the from again from the paleo diet, uh, the pegan lifestyle is eating only whole natural foods, avoiding grains and sugar except for naturally occurring sugar like in fruit and then limiting legumes. So beans and peas and also gluten-free grains like amaranth, quinoa, brown rice, oats, and then also complete avoidance avoidance of dairy. All right. So pegan eating guidelines. And we've already kind of discussed some of these up above, but I kind of relisted them here for everything in one place. Okay, cool. All right, so 75% of your food intake should be from whole vegetables and fruits. Cooked is fine, but not processed. Eat mostly non-starchy vegetables and supplement with fruit and starchy and starchy veggies. Mm-hmm. Uh, protein, 75% of your protein should come from plant sources, as we mentioned, so nuts, seeds, and beans. With the remaining 25% of the protein from grass-fed, sustainably raised meat, poultry, eggs, and wild fish. So as we mentioned, farm fish... Uh, have higher mercury levels. So we're talking about wild straight out of the stream or ocean or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then also with protein, uh, you want to avoid dairy as a source of protein. And then with, for uh, fats, you want good fats. So 25 to 35% of the calories uh, that you intake can be from good fat or should be from good fats like uh fatty fish and flaxseed that ones that have omega-3s naturally occurring Uh, also nuts avocados olives and the oils that are associated with those and then a small amount of saturated fat from coconut sources sources (laughs) coconut sources coconut sources sources, soy Okay, that made me laugh. All right, so a small amount of saturated fat from coconut sources and grass-fed animal foods is also okay. And this is, again, this is, we're talking pegan diet, not vegan, but pegan. And then uh, some other components of the pegan diet, and, you know, these are kind of more hardcore, and these are what make, these are kind of more taken from the paleo side of, of this, and they're also what make straight paleo eating not sustainable for everybody. Uh, So things like avoiding foods containing gluten and limiting gluten-free grains as well. So that's hard. I mean, if, you know, if, if you're gluten intolerant, of course, then you fall back on gluten-free grains like amaranth and quinoa and, and rice, things like that. Right. Well, this says, and paleo says, no, don't you know, or very, very small amounts. So no consumption of any wheat or other gluten containing grain and flour, and then gluten free grains, as we mentioned, 
So quinoa, brown rice, oats, and amaranth, very, very, very limited. So a half a cup or less at a meal. So that's that's a tiny amount. Right. You know. Um, and then, of course, no dairy. So no animal-derived milk, cheese, yogurt, butter, etc. cetera. Uh, vegan plant-based milk products and yogurts are fine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, limit legume, as we talked about, and bean intake to one cup or less per day. Again, that's tough. That is tough. I would imagine... Well, we're going to talk about our take on this mm-hmm. after, so... Uh, and then eat as clean as possible. So choose local organic foods when possible, avoiding chemicals, additives, pesticides, preservatives, hormones, all that kind of stuff, and severely restrict added sugars just as an just as an occasional treat. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so you want to give your your take on this? Yes. <laughs> I can see she gave me the side eye. So, uh, all right. So you know, to me, it it still basically just sounds like the paleo diet. It really does. I mean, mm-hmm. despite the, the quote, compromise on protein sources where they're kind of recognizing, hey, there are plants that have protein too, okay? Well, paleo does primarily rely on animal protein. And, you know, while the, the pegan, peganism does differ in that respect, it just seems like they're, they're, they're limiting too many other things. So it just seems like there are a lot more of the components of the paleo diet in this than there are of veganism. So I don't think, you know, obviously, if you're already a vegan or vegetarian, and you, you prefer that lifestyle for um, animal reasons, this is not going to work. It's just not I mean, I, I would imagine being hungry all the time. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since you're limiting although you certain can things. Eat, well, although you can eat, you know, you would have to eat meat. Yeah, you but I still do don't this. get... When I was eating meat regularly, like uh-huh. every day, yeah. I that alone did not fill me up. I yeah. couldn't just have a steak and that was it. I mean, yeah. there was other things you were having with it that yeah. made you full. If I just had meat, that wouldn't make me full. Yeah, that that doesn't make sense to me either because, you know, if this is saying hardly any beans, you know, no um, grains, no grain-free grains, you know, grain-free grains, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, It it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no. So my take on it is, I'm I'm with you. I I really am shy away from things that say diet, I guess, because I, and I've talked about on this podcast before, I am not going on diets any longer. I will say I am all for lifestyles and for, like you were just saying, animals and all that. That's easier for me to adhere to because it's got some meaning behind it for me. I think the other thing too, is that you really have to pay attention to how your body responds to things. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I can look at this and go, oh, I'd be hungry all mm-hmm. the time yeah. having to limit quinoa and, and beans and, beans and, and all of that. Yeah. So I, I think it's just important to really pay attention to your body and, and see how you respond. And if this is something, you know, I, I think a lot of folks sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes they get caught up and they like to identify as mm-hmm. paleo. But I will tell you, and I'm not, please paleo people don't, don't uh, hate mail me because I'm not saying this is a absolute for everybody. But I will tell you, I've had some folks close to me in my family and my friends that have tried paleo and they can't stick to it for very long without being very grumpy and very hungry <laughs> <laughs> and ultimately 
eating it again, eating right. back to where they were eating and gain, just like any other diet, right. just kind of. So, but the people that tend to stick to things a little bit longer tend to adapt lifestyles mm-hmm. versus diets. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah. And, and one more thing that I, I will say is that, um, I just totally forgot what I was going to say. We're going to leave that. I'm not going to edit it out. I know you are. Welcome to my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's mean. (laughs) True, but mean. Uh, No, I, uh, it it was, and it was really good. It was really good what I was going to say. It was like, she's going to think about it. It was like the best thing. 12 o'clock when we're going to bed or something. It's like the best thing I've ever said in my entire life. Can you add this in? Can you add this in? Can we add this in? Right. Can I just, can I just say this part now and then you just splice it in there? Um, Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. Now, now you're going to see I'm a liar because it is not the best thing I've ever said. (laughs) But um, no, my, what I was going to say is that, you know, the, one of the things, one of the big kind of things about the paleo diet is the clean eating aspect of it. And I think that that that's an easy thing to do and still be vegan. Yes, It's very absolutely. easy to, or vegetarian, you know, even it's cl- clean eating is something that, or, again, is a lifestyle. It's not a diet. Or flexitarian, right? Yeah. So yeah, having absolutely. a little bit of meat here and there, but just reducing overall, reducitarian, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So um, I, you know, the, the clean eating aspect to me is not a sell on that. Uh, it's clean eating, I think is important. And, but it's something that you can do independent of anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so it sounds like our take in conclusion is both a thumbs down, meaning that we wouldn't really try to for ourselves adapt mm-hmm. this. But if you are into this diet, let's start just do with the question of the, of the week right now. All right. <laughs> if you are on a, uh, Pegan, pegan diet. Let us know. Let mm-hmm. us know if that's working for you, or or maybe you didn't classify it as that. But now you go, oh, that's oh, kind of how man. I'm eating. <laughs> uh, let us know, and it's working yeah. for you. I mean, again, this is something we don't think would work for us personally, yeah. but uh, always curious to hear what works for other people. Right, and and you know, even if you're not, what are your thoughts on it? You know, I'd, I'd like to yeah. kind of hear people's other people's thoughts too. Yeah, and definitely. maybe that's a question for peas and carrots. I don't know. What up? What up? All right. <laughs> That's like automatic. Anytime I say peas and carrots, she says. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a reflex. All right. Are we ready to get into the recipe of the week? Yes. And then we're going to go eat because I have a um, portobello yes. mushroom pot roast in the oven and it smells so good. Where did you get this recipe? Um, it was from our you know peas what? and carrots? I don't remember, but I think it was, I think we used it as the recipe of the week, like last week or oh, okay. the week before or something somebody been gave recent, it to us but it might have been from peas and carrots yeah so this is uh just real quick i know we're gonna we're gonna get to the recipe here i mean the yeah the recipe but uh this is this is a good example of where when people ask sometimes what can you use instead of meat mushrooms mm. always work well so mm-hmm. this this portobello These portobellos are big and meaty right so there's no meat in this dish it's right. just mushrooms mushrooms and carrots and mm-hmm. And onions and potatoes. And, yeah. All right. So the recipe this week, though, is from Megan Saluga. And she recommended buffalo cauliflower bites with vegan cucumber ranch. You know, these always look so good when mm-hmm. I see the post people posting pictures of their cauliflower bites. And I've mentioned before that cauliflower is not one of my favorite vegetables by itself like raw but i will eat it in things like if it's a Mm. stir fry or mixed up with something Mm -hmm. i'll eat it but it's just to me it's just bland when it's plain Mm -hmm. but these always look so 
good. And yeah. I want to try some. Yeah, so. we should. We should get some cauliflower. Just to try it. Some. All right. Let's talk really quickly uh, before we go about a product. And this is something that I am actually going to order. And again, it came from a, it was recommended by a member of the Peas and Carrot Society, uh, Hillary Hunter, Hillary Spader Hunter. And she, when she recommended it, she also shared a whole bunch of pictures of like delicious looking stuff that she's made with this thing. And I've been wanting one for a while anyway. So what is it? It is a spiralizer. And I've even asked, you know, a couple different times, you know, who has a spiralizer? What what kind do you have? And then I, I always kind of like forgot. And then I didn't order one. But uh, Hillary has convinced me that I need this thing. And, you know, be, sometimes I will go and when we go to the store, you can buy the like spiral, the the uh, zucchini noodles, zoodles or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, already like done but i mean you know if we can buy this and it's not it's it's, the fun of spiralizing it yourself and seeing it come out like that and we'll be doing everything (laughs) i'll be like doing donuts in the spiralizer just putting crayons crayons (laughs) (laughs) that's something i would do play-doh i wonder what this does (laughs) (laughs) anyway so this is the um oh and and i never know is this is this OXO or I is think it so. OXO or what is it? I, I think O-X-O. it's OXO. Okay, the Good Grips three blade tabletop spiralizer with stronghold suction. That sounds like just powerful, right? Uh, so anyway, uh, Hillary said uh, that it works really well. It's easy to clean, and she's like posting pictures of all these yummy looking things that she's making so uh you know from the amazon little description thing here's what it says about it it's it has three stainless steel blades so it can do like a a thin like spaghetti cut an eighth inch it's got a fettuccine cut which is a quarter inch and then you can also do those ribbons which would probably be cool to like um do like zucchini chips or something and then it uh has that the food food holder that where it like kind of grips your food. It has those teeth that stick into it and uh, it's dishwasher safe. And then it has a really good suction cup on the bottom to stick to your counter. So it's, you don't have to mount it, but while you're using it, it's, it sticks there. Cool. Yeah. So All right. So we'll, we'll have the right. affiliate link. Yeah. <laughs> right. Have the affiliate Amazon affiliate link in the show notes for that. Okay, and so if you're looking for the show notes, where do you find those? You find those at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 241. And you can also answer the question of the week about your thoughts on the Pegan diet in the show notes. Underneath the show notes, you'll see a comment section. Or you can head out to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen. Or as I mentioned, why not join the peas and carrots? What up, guys? What up? At at uh, <laughs> I sounded like Oprah for a second. Peas <laughs> and carrots. <laughs> but 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 do you love, love bread? bread. <laughs> I'm gonna hear from Daryl on that. I know it. All right. Uh, at Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. You'll be hit up with a couple of questions that we use just to kind of make sure to put an obstacle in front of the spammers. So please make sure you answer both questions because we do want to let you in. That group is nearing 2,000 folks now and uh, it's a great group to hang out in. We get get people all the time just saying how wonderful this group is. Non-judgmental. So if you're just veg curious... Uh, people and we are can't very... take credit for how wonderful it is. Oh, it's no. the people in you there who make yeah. it that way. There's, there's almost, two, like we said, 2,000 people in there that are just so awesome, mm-hmm. uh, especially in this day and age of where people are very divided on a lot of different topics. It's so awesome to see people just such positive people mm-hmm. hanging out together and 
talking about vegetarian veganism and and uh what veg curiousism mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is she just invented well you know what's word. so amazing to me though in that group people aren't ashamed to say mm-hmm. that they still eat meat or they still cook meat and stuff because they're not ganged up on or mm-hmm. they're not lectured about yeah. things they're they ask they're respectful of others and others are respectful to them and mm-hmm. it's just such a helpful group so yeah all right i think that does it for our episode this week until next time peace out bye Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.